Hi, I'm Apostle Catherine. Welcome to another episode of Revival Is Now. On the previous episode, I began teaching on how to maintain your deliverance. Once you have been set free, how do you maintain that freedom? And also, if you've been walking in a life of freedom and abundant life for a while, how do you maintain that and keep every door shut to the enemy? On this episode, I'm going to be teaching part two on how to maintain your deliverance. In Matthew 12, 43, it speaks about how when an impure spirit is cast out of a person, they are looking to see if that person has filled themselves with the Holy Spirit or not. If they have remained empty, not filling themselves with the Holy Spirit, then they can return and return with more demons. It is so important as believers to take it seriously, the maintaining your deliverance. Because it doesn't just happen automatically. You have to make the intention to keep your freedom. So what keeps doors shut to demons from coming back is when they see that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. So in the previous episode, I was teaching on how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And right now I'm going to teach one more key on how to make sure you are filled with the Holy Spirit. And that is planting yourself in a church where the power of God is. Psalm 1-3 says, That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaves and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. This scripture speaks of the importance of planting yourself spiritually. It is God's will that we would all be a part of a church, His church. God has a system of nourishing and equipping His children, the body. And that's through His church, through the fivefold ministry. In Ephesians 4.11, it says, Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. So Jesus, when he ascended to heaven, he poured out his spirit upon all of his children on earth, the Holy Spirit. And when he was pouring out his spirit, he gave gifts. He gave gifts, it says. These gifts in Ephesians 4.11 are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And these gifts are true gifts for the believers, for the body, so that they would not be immature only taking in milk like babies, spiritual infants, but that instead they would be nurtured, they would be equipped so they could grow and become strong in the spiritual realm. So that instead of being beaten up by the devil, unable to see in the spiritual realm because of no spiritual equipping and feeding, instead of that, we would have the fivefold ministry be the equippers be the ones imparting anointing, power of God, and helping the believers to grow, helping their eyes to open up in the spiritual realm, feeding them real spiritual food, meat, so that their eyes would be opened, they would be equipped, 
to overcome the devil and all of his schemes so that they could have victory over the devil. Every day, God has the system of equipping his people. We don't need to be beaten up by the devil. We can have victory over the devil, but we can't skip the proper equipping, God's way of equipping. And that's the fivefold ministry. It's not God's way of equipping to be leaving out, for example, apostles and prophets. That's not God's way of equipping. God has a way, his perfect way of equipping his people. So when we get in line with God's way, we accept his fivefold ministry, the offices of the fivefold ministry, the apostles and prophets, in addition to the evangelists, pastors, and teachers, then the believers, the body of Christ would not be malnourished, but would be properly fed and equipped to be strong how God intended it to be. So when it comes to maintaining your deliverance, what's really important is that you become a spiritual person, not a carnal Christian who's only getting milk, but that you are a spiritually mature believer. In order to be spiritually mature, you need to be getting the proper equipping. So where you are planted, the church you're planted in, the ministry you're planted in, it's not to be taken lightly. It's a big deal. It's very important because what's giving you victory over the devil's schemes, the, the big schemes that the devil has when he's trying to come back and try to bring bondage again is, is all spiritual. It's the battle of the mind. It's he's coming with sneaky schemes and you need to be in a place where you can receive teaching that will help you, that will really help you. Anointed teaching, prophetic teaching. When you are at a real church where the power of God is moving, where prophetic anointing is, God knows the schemes of the devil, what battles people are going through, and he releases messages based on what he knows his people need to hear. So when you're planted at his true church, where his power is, where the fivefold ministry is embraced, accepted, and is there, then you'll be safe. You'll be in a place where God knows how to feed you through his vessels, where he, where he's able to feed you through his vessels, where his vessels are willing, surrendered to go whichever direction he wants to go to change a sermon last second, for example, if, if he wants to, to speak a prophetic word to help somebody. If you are at a church that doesn't even believe in deliverance, let alone there's not spiritual meat being released, there's a lot of loopholes for the devil to sneak in because you're not being prepared. Part of what is helping you to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be equipped, is to be planted in a mystery where the power of God is moving. This doesn't have to be in person. This can be online. I'm the pastor of Fivefold Church, and we have thousands of people who are planted at Fivefold Church who live all across the world. They tune in online, and they are literally receiving deliverance, healing, and being fed, being equipped through the teachings several times per week by tuning in online. In the spiritual realm, you don't have to be somewhere physically if you cannot get there physically, if you were far away. It's important for you to follow the Holy Spirit's leading and where he's asking you to really plant yourself. Because as it says in Psalms 1-3, planning is very important if you want to prosper. A person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaves do not wither. Whatever they do prospers. If you want to prosper, if you want to be fully equipped, if you want to be strong spiritually, you need to be planted and not just anywhere, 
but at a church where the power of God is moving, where God has said, I want you planted here. The next key to maintaining your deliverance is to value your deliverance and remember your deliverance. So the moment that you have been set free, there's no denying that you are free. Deliverance looks different. Sometimes a person tangibly feels the bondage leave them. I've heard so many people say, like, I can breathe for the first time. It's like the bondage made it so they couldn't get a deep breath. And in the moment they're set free, like, like if I pray for them, I'll see literally like, them take this huge breath and it looks like they're breathing for the first time like they never breathed that deep before and they speak this they're like wow I've never been able to breathe like this till now many people also say they feel a huge weight lifted off of them there was one guy who said I feel like I'm gonna have to learn how to walk differently because so much weight was taken off of me I have to learn how to walk being lighter now that spiritual weight had translated into the physical realm that much. Other people, the, the presence of God is so strong. They are weeping, they fall, they, there's this knowing that they have indeed been free. It's not always that way. Sometimes a person doesn't feel anything, but they see the change in their life, whether it was immediately or a day or two or three later even, they'll see the addiction's gone. They'll experience the addiction's gone. They'll experience they're able to sleep now when they couldn't sleep to the night before. Um, so whatever, whichever way you've experienced deliverance, there's no denying that it was real deliverance. There's no denying that you once had this issue, you once had this bondage, and now it is gone. You can't deny that. Um, it's very important you memorialize what God has done memorialize that deliverance moment, that encounter with God. There's a story in the Bible of how God had Joshua put down stones and memorialize what got the miracles that God had done, how he delivered him and made the sea depart. It's very important you memorialize these massive miracles that Jesus has done for you because doing this is like an insurance that it stays like the devil wants so badly to erase it from your memory our memories can be faulty sometimes we can forget things and if you don't take intention to make sure you remember exactly how it was when you were delivered how real it was how true it was the devil can be sneaky and try to and, and lie to you and try to steal the memories. Speaking lies in you such as, it didn't really happen, maybe you just imagined it. And as time passes, those could start to be more believable, especially if you are opening up more doors and you're starting to find symptoms come back, you could start to believe any kind of lie of the devil if you allow yourself. So this is why it's an insurance. It's when you've been delivered, you need to memorialize what God has done, write it down, talk about it, talk about it, testify over and over, and thank God continually, regularly for delivering you. Remind yourself what life used to be like. Don't let it become something you're just, it's just normal and you're used to. It is precious, this freedom that you didn't have for so long and now you walk in every day. So truly value it. When you do this, if and when the devil comes, 
in a sneaky way as a lie. Um, sometimes he'll even bring lies of like symptoms back when it's not that you have this bondage again or a sickness again, but sometimes God can allow the devil to lie in a way that's a symptom, lie through a pain. God can allow the devil to do that, to test you, to test your faith, to test if you will do what God's taught you to do, like what I'm sharing with you right now. If you will take it seriously, the commands God's giving you, if you will value what he's giving you so that he can increase you, so that he can give you more abundant life. In Exodus 14, 12, it says, in Exodus 14, 12, the Israelites said, it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. So God had done so many extraordinary wonders delivering them from being slaves in Egypt for 400 years. All of these signs and wonders, splitting the Red Sea and swallowing up their enemies in the sea as they after they passed through. God did such incredible wonders. And But then, once they were delivered, they didn't immediately go to the Promised Land. There was a journey. And in this journey, God was providing them food, falling from the sky and it was the, sim the similar same food but it was still miraculous food coming from the sky and they were free and they were on their way to the promised land god was god was good but they did not value what god had done for them and they started complaining they started complaining that the food was boring was the same they started complaining that they were still in the wilderness and they even said it would be better for us to go back and serve the Egyptians than to be here in the wilderness. They obviously did not memorialize what God had done. They had forgotten the miracles that God did, that if he could do those miracles, then he certainly would protect them, would preserve them, would keep them from dying in the wilderness, and definitely had beautiful plans for them to go in that promised land. If they could remember what life was like before and where God had taken to them now. That was its true bondage to freedom. Even though they weren't perfectly at the promised land yet, it's still freedom life now, freedom. But they forgot what bondage really was like. What God had done was true deliverance. And so they, they were wanting to go back, wanting to go back. So this is what happens. This is the sneaky way the devil can try to trick you if you're not valuing the deliverance that God has given you. The next key to maintaining your deliverance is to have faith and speak only life. There's a story in Luke 17 where these lepers, these people with leprosy came to Jesus, asked him to cleanse them, to heal them. And what he did, what Jesus did was he said, go show yourselves to the priests. And the Bible says, and as they went, they were cleansed. So they encountered Jesus, the anointed one. They were in his presence. And when you're in the presence of Jesus, the anointed one, his power, demons have to go, sickness has to go. It, they have to. And so when these people with leprosy were, were in the presence of Jesus, coming to him, desiring him to heal them, they received anointing, the power of God through Jesus but they didn't see the effects of it in the physical realm yet. 
it was just in the spiritual realm, but it couldn't be seen in the physical realm that they were healed immediately. But then Jesus said, show yourselves to the priests. And as they walked in faith and obedience and believed, I know that I must be healed and I'm going to see it soon in the physical realm. It's done in the spiritual realm. They, they believed that. They walked in faith and obedience in what Jesus had said. And it says on their way they were healed. So the healing manifested from the spiritual realm to the physical realm as they walked in faith and in obedience. So Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So Jesus, he heals people in the same way today, meaning that he heals people differently. Sometimes he heals and delivers people where they will see it manifest in the physical realm immediately. They might feel it, see it, sense it, know it. There's a, a evidence. But sometimes when Jesus heals or delivers a person, it's done in the spiritual realm but it hasn't yet manifested into the physical realm until maybe an hour later or that night in their sleep or the next day or in the case of this woman who testified, um, who she came to one of our Revivals Now events. She said, three days after I left the event, I went to smoke a cigarette. She'd smoked for about 15 years and my body rejected it. it was, I was repulsed by it. So sometimes it's even could be days later so this is so important for you to know this because when you have been where the power of God is, even in this program now, you are receiving anointing. But you need to believe this, that you are really receiving it. You're really receiving healing and deliverance and that it has happened. It, is, it has happened in the spiritual realm. It's done. You are healed. You are free. And then you need to walk in that just like the people with leprosy. So when you leave the place, leave the TV program like here, or the church service, or, or the online program where the anointing's moving, you need to thank God for your healing and deliverance and walk in faith that it has been done. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me and delivering me. I am healed, I am delivered. I believe, I receive, and I know I will see it manifest into the physical realm soon. It's so important you walk with this faith. This is very important for you to know because one of the sneaky schemes of the devil for people who've been delivered is to come back the day after you were delivered or the next day or a week later, sometime later and speak to you in your mind and say, you weren't really delivered or you still need deliverance when actually you're really delivered. Some people need layers of deliverance. For some people, it happens over time. But for others, their complete deliverance has come, but the devil can come back sneakily and say, you need more deliverance. You need more deliverance. You're not completely free yet. And when you believe his lies, you can be so used to manifestations that would come before demons inside that the devil can even make these manifestations to, to come back. It's the power of your mind. It's a lie. It's not real demons inside, but it's a sneaky way the devil can come back if you really believe his lies. As the Bible says, as a man or woman thinks, so he or she is. As a person thinks, so they are. That's the power of your mind. That's the power of believing in the devil's lies. So it's important for you to be aware of this scheme of the devil I'm sharing with you right now so that if he tries to come back in this way, 
at all, whether he's saying you're not really delivered or it's gonna take forever for you to be delivered fully. It's important you reject these lies and you say, I am delivered, I am healed. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering me. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. I receive my complete deliverance. The Bible says that the power of life and death is in your tongue. And Jesus has given you authority over the devil. How you execute your authority is by using the power of life in your tongue to speak. So what you need to do is speak, to reject these lies and speak the truth, declare the truth, declare the opposite of what the devil speaking to you, declare the word of God, declare by his stripes, I am healed, I am delivered, I know I am delivered and I thank you, Jesus. Keep declaring this because with every declaration, the devil is losing his grip in terms of coming with his lies coming deep with his lies, where his lies have to be pushed away until they are gone, until you are completely free from these attacks of the enemy on your mind. And there's no, there's no question, there's no lie of the enemy going around anymore questioning your deliverance or not. When you apply these keys, you will maintain your deliverance and you will walk in abundant life going glory to glory. I declare victory is yours. And I declare now every curse be broken off of every person here, every demonic spirit of lack, of addiction, of anxiety, depression, and every single spirit afflicting every person watching. I declare you all must leave now in Jesus' name. I speak healing upon all sicknesses and I declare complete freedom. Complete freedom is yours in Jesus' name. Nothing can take your freedom. Nothing can take what Jesus has given you. I release this anointing upon you and I speak protection to cover you. Be filled with this anointing. May you grow in wisdom. May you grow in discernment and may your spiritual eyes open up to have victory over every scheme of the devil. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I'll see you on the next episode. Revival is now. Kingdom is